the year is 2021. The world is fucked. A spectre of death looms over the games. But that won't stop the world's most successful Olympic nations descending on Tokyo. The People's Republic of China. The divided states of America. The country formerly known as Russia. But this show is not about those countries. This show is about the little guys. The underdogs. The battlers looking to wrap their fists around a medal and become a national holiday. This is Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, truck ramp to Tokyo. Mesdames et messieurs, voulez-vous lever pour l'hymne national du Qatar? Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the national anthem of Qatar. Welcome back to Medallica Colon Minnows versus the World Colon Truck Ramp to Tokyo, where for a limited time only we are celebrating the very expected victory of a world economic superpower <laughs> over many other countries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gus. You are Rig. Fantastic. Great to have you with me. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me. As is custom on our show. Yes, Gus featuring Rig. <laughs> it's a, I mean, that was the working title. <laughs> <laughs> so, Qatar. Yes. They're just a bunch of scrappy desert battlers giving it a red hot crack, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Said no one about the richest nation on earth. Yeah, exactly. Are, are they actually the richest? They or are. They, they, are they're, they actually? They're, they're the richest nation on earth, uh, GDP per capita. So each citizen in Qatar has more money than anyone else on the planet. Well, also, I mean, they, they have 31 times the GDP of Africa, the continent. Oh, Christ. Well, that's what happens when you be having oil. And it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, though, is that you make so much money when your workforce literally costs nothing <laughs> because they bring in slaves. Cue the graph. Here's the profit and here's the outgoings. Yeah, <laughs> You'll absolutely. see that the outgoings are a flat line at zero. Exactly. It is with a heavy heart that we bring to you Qatar's first gold medal. <laughs> As you <laughs> can tell. Because seriously, this is the most conflicted I've ever been on this show. No, no. Look, we need to celebrate the fact that uh, they did bring home a gold, an Olympic gold, for the first time in the men's 96-kilogram weightlifting, yep. which is phenomenal. The competitor that did it is pronounced... Fares Elbak. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I didn't know you were going to absolutely <laughs> slay that one. <laughs> Threw you a curveball and that's been sent. <laughs> Swinging and for the fences and I connected. 100% you did. And now that he's won Olympic gold, his physical strength will be used in his home country to build soccer stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> they saw him lifting that giant weight and they were like putting all of the fucking creme la mer moisturizer on their skin, <laughs> rubbing their hands together and saying, oh yes, <laughs> he is strong enough. <laughs> that put is. him to work immediately. <laughs> we are behind sketch. Oh, that's it. Anyway, so they did, uh, did notch their first goal, which means that in a delightful turn of events, we can say goodbye to them forever. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually, they've got all the money to say goodbye to us forever. So yeah. we probably shouldn't go too hard. <laughs> Thank God for Scotty's border measures. 
Uh, Take you guys a long time. You'll have to sit there for 14 days stewing for revenge. <laughs> Looking out the window of the park hide at a wall. <laughs> Absolutely. But we all know that there are no Qataris on Qatar Airlines. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> when they come over here, Absolutely it's just not. full of uh, bargains, bargain hunting Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> Goes both ways though. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's cashed up Frenchman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a quick sporting aside about Qatar because as we've discussed, they have no sporting history whatsoever. Yeah. Their major um, internal um, sports is uh, oil. <laughs> <laughs> oil fighting collection, grab oil grabbing, <laughs> oil grappling. <laughs> so it's it's been falcon racing. <laughs> Which could not be richer. (laughs) 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 You may as well call it coin counting. And camel racing. Right. Now, in I do have to give them credit because even though they are actual slave drivers, (laughs) they have managed to create an advent in the world of camel racing. They removed the jockeys and they replaced them with robots. More humane. It's no joke. Look up Qatari robot camels. (laughs) Wait, so they're being ridden by robots or the camels are robots? They've been Are they like AT-ATs from (laughs) Star Wars just running across the desert? They're being ridden by robots. I'm gonna show you this picture. It is fucking insane. Look like Lego Lego men on top of the camels. Uh, <laughs> imagine if you made a robot um, out of just things that you could find around the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like boxes that your meals came in, like yeah, U foods. Hundred yeah, percent. They look like a uh, a cobbled together. Hello Fresh box uh, with two arms, one of which is the attachment to a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> the head is a colander. It <laughs> looks like you're the costume that you made on three hours sleep for your kid to go to the fucking book parade dressed as someone from the Lego movie. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But yes, that is it. Qatar have won their first goal, which means they are officially dead to us. We remove them from the tally. And let us never speak of them again. <laughs> we shan't. We can't. We can't. <laughs> we will die. <laughs> so we move on to an actual underdog story. One yes. of those where were you moments that our kids are going to ask us about. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, Dad, where were you when the towers fell? And the next one's going to be like, Dad, where were you when Rowan Browning ran the fastest ever that an, that an Australian ever has at an Olympics, but the second fastest as an Australian all time? And I would say to my kid, wow, that's a mouthful. <laughs> that is a convoluted question, son. <laughs> also, you are three. <laughs> where is this coming from? <laughs> yeah, not only is that question confusing, son, uh, but also... <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what happened yesterday. Also, I'm signing you up for Mensa today. <laughs> and I'll do that straight after you go and get me a beer so I can rewatch this Rowan Browning clip. What was your question again? <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Rowan Browning. Robro. Robro, the Australian sprinter, who again, we do not cover Australian sport. The only thing we recognise them as is a utilities provider to Rigistan <laughs> or our noble power overlords. But... 
he is a true underdog because and any white bloke in the 100-meter sprint <laughs> is immediately an outsider. Absolutely. But we also are getting right around him because... He follows us. Yeah. <laughs> he actually... He, li- nepotism. He listen. He, absolutely it is. <laughs> the way that I'm going to give my three-year-old son a, a job <laughs> is the same way that, I f- that we feel about Robro. <laughs> yeah, your three-year-old son is going to be way ahead of whatever job you were going to give him. He's, put, he's putting together complex clauses at three. <laughs> I, that question was impossible <laughs> to follow. I know. I have so much faith in him. Also, he seems like a strong lad. I've got connections. He might be able to build stadiums in Qatar. <laughs> he, he can hold the entire hope of a nation on his shoulders. <laughs> and by hope, I mean steel block. <laughs> So, Rowan Browning ran a 10.01 seconds in the 100 last mm. night. Uh, in the process, he beat the second fastest man in history, yeah. Johan Blake, who f- from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the famous Japanese, <laughs> Japanese runner, <laughs> Johan Blake. I obviously My meant God. Jamaica <laughs> yeah. because, God, <laughs> Japan would be Pumps and someone run 9.6. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. His family's lived in Japan for generations. <laughs> He's uh, famously Japanese. Yeah. Um, so, Johan Blake from Jamaica, <laughs> that storied sprinting nation, <laughs> as opposed to Japan, <laughs> who have no one in the final. <laughs> um, just watch Browning fucking cane past him yeah. in the heat. Um, that puts Browning firmly on the map. Yeah, absolutely. At one point during the race, right at the end there, Johan Blake turns to his left and sees this guy going, who the fuck is that? <laughs> you can just see the look of sheer confusion. <laughs> it's the best. And not only Literally that, like the Tim Allen from Home Improvement. <laughs> he did that mid-race. <laughs> cost him at least 0.3 of a second. <laughs> An eternity. <laughs> yeah. And you know what should have cost Robro a lot more time? His enormous penis, because <laughs> as we've established, <laughs> if you are a white sprinter from Australia running sub 10 fives, or you are holding a hammer, and you are of you are bringing literal big dick energy to the race. <laughs> if you are a white dude competing <laughs> in the hundred meters, so so obviously we speak uh, with great fondness about Matt Shervington's penis a lot on this show, <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes you've just got to sit back and marvel at the pure value of the lad. Absolutely, and. You know, I, I can just imagine my three-year-old son in the future asking, where were you, Dad, when you saw Shervo's <laughs> fruit bowl banging around in the grocery bag at the Olympics? <laughs> and your answer would have been, son, I wasn't much older than you and I discovered the internet. <laughs> and that was on a news story from Reuters. <laughs> so, basically, Shervo ran at his best, at his absolute peak, 10.03. Right. Roe Browning has just run 10.01. Mm-hmm immediately becoming better than Shervo in every respect. Top dick and balls in Australian sprinting. Incredible. So, yeah, on the map, and during one of his interviews, he went from just a very fast, uh, very involved follower of this show to also one of the heroes of the people. Absolutely. He looks down the barrel of a camera and he said, hey, just to the people back in Australia... If you're thinking about protesting and uh, and against vaccines, maybe just stay at home and support the underdogs of the Olympics. Love what that. A champion. Love that. What a champion. Oh, it's so good. 
And it's so funny because obviously the commentators are being quite conservative with how far he can go. So they're just like, do you reckon you'll make the final? Like, that'd be a big tick for you. And he's like, I'm not just here to make the final. And I'm like, what a ledge. You've got you've to gotta believe in yourself. And then Andrew Gaze on Shinya, probably the worst show I've ever seen. <laughs> it set. is abysmal. <laughs> Fucking hell. Imagine having only one choice in post-Olympics coverage and it's still that bad. <laughs> It's just like, you'd rather have nothing or Shinya? I pick nothing. <laughs> and we, we do mean this with um, all of the warmth in the world because Gacy's trying his heart out, but he's been paired with oh, the human grass <laughs> that is Andy Ma. Oh, my God. Absolutely. He uh, Gacy's trying his heart out. Like, Gacy, I think everyone has respect for. He's a sportsman. Even uh, Lisa... Oh, I can't pronounce her last name. She's uh, the the correspondent on Shinya. She's like a cricketer, so she's like a sportswoman. Like oh, she's Stalaker. got thing- huh? Yeah. Lisa Stalaker. Yeah, that's it. And uh, and um, and so yeah, one of these things a lot not like the other. Andy Marr sitting there, <laughs> and I'm just like, look at this bloke with his fucking free meal ticket. <laughs> like, <laughs> at, at what point do you think they went? Let's get the least funny bloke on the front bar to do this. <laughs> <laughs> he's Jeez, the cheapest. It, he's in. He's in our budget range. Fuck me! It is a shallow barrel that <laughs> Channel Seven have put their arm into. <laughs> All old condoms, and they found the fucking oldest one. Yeah, they were contemplating <laughs> in the final decision uh, between Andy Ma and this orange they found in the green room. Yeah, <laughs> so they so made the wrong decision. <laughs> That orange is bringing fire every ep. Oh, absolutely. And then we went a bit off track there. But uh, the point being is that I think Gazy brought up and they're just like, oh, he's got such a, a humble confidence, Rowan Browning. And I'm just like, I think that's just confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, guys, you guys are misreading the kids here. Yeah. It's that, just, that is TikTok confidence. Absolutely. Any bloke who runs with a mullet has got 100% confidence and you've got to back yourself. Oh, completely. And, uh, and that's the beauty of it is that I saw a clip after he um, got up last night and <laughs> also he won the race. <laughs> hey! <laughs> but it's a, a clip of him after he's just caned home a 100-metre final somewhere, just sauntering over to the crowd, necking a skooey. <laughs> <laughs> he has, he's bypassed his post-match interview, <laughs> post-race rather, so that he can go and punch out a beer that's and sick. then go and talk to a reporter. Shades of Brennan Favola. Oh, it's perfect. And that's, that's why... The 100 is the uh, meal ticket of choice for minnows because you can absolutely do that while having beers before and after the race. And here's what I think Gazy might have been confused about. So it's not humble confidence. There's a difference between confidence and arrogance, right? Yes. And 100-metre sprint is full of the... You know the, the the stallions of of the field, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of them, right? So they're coming in here with their you know sub ten times, or whatever. And as the camera pans across to all the competitors, almost every one of them puts up the index finger. Oh yeah, and goes yeah, as if to say I'm number one. You can't all be number one. You surely have to know that. Also, you're from fu- this fucking guy from Nicaragua did it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And, and as as we've covered before, he's ranked 782nd in the world. Yeah, what the it's fuck? Very are you- unlikely. Put the number one down. <laughs> like you can't. Like you literally can't be doing that shit. <laughs> 
seriously, I was watching it last night. I'm having a chat to my housemate being like, fuck, that's arrogant. And he goes, I know. Like, every, all the dudes, like, the grabbing their singlets, like, throwing up symbols like the fucking star of their own rap video. <laughs> like, to be fair, that is the attitude of pretty much every sprinter. But I love that when it panned over <laughs> Rope Browning, he's just standing there uh, unassumingly like the guy off the Fat Boy Slim album cover. Yeah. Just wearing <laughs> slightly a T-shirt that says I'm number one, so why try? try? <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, we will follow his semi tonight with... Uh, <laughs> we'll follow his full mast as well. <laughs> they're, they're We're going to be following every inch of him. <laughs> Completely. He races again tonight in the semi and we will be uh, hounding him with, with DMs. <laughs> the best I've, I've, already sh- I've already shot off a few, so... Oh, also yeah. sent him some messages... <laughs> Ew. Oh, it's one of those eps. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we turn our attention to the Minnow medals and Rig, you just can't shake the absolute leaders of the pack, can you? You can't. Just for a quick, quick rebrief. Minnow medals, they're given out to countries who've never won gold. Best performing uh, minnows in any event will receive gallium, steel or brass medals. Glad we can move that to the side now, but I'm going to have to keep doing it because I keep getting fucking messages. (laughs) Right, so the minnow medal tally. Number one, Moldova. Still at the top. I was thinking, so today I was was putting the tally together and I'm like, holy shit, we're going to have a new leader. Not to be because fucking Moldova screamed in with a gallium. <laughs> and I was just like, no, <laughs> you pieces of shit. You in the 200 meter women's backstroke, <laughs> you fucked me. <laughs> and Tell me they were the only minnow in that, in that heat. They were, oh, and they were holding. They were smart. holding off the fast finishing horses of Turkmenistan, <laughs> <laughs> and Malaysia moves into third. So that's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty they they are shitting at home at the moment. Things are getting really tight at the top, and I can only assume that with the athletics over the next few days, it is going to be chopping and changing. Because even though you sent me a text of a beefy competitor from Moldova in the... What was that? The discus? Uh, That's the hammer throw. The hammer throw. I was just like, I really hope Moldova does not (laughs) get up in that. (laughs) I I can guarantee you right now, you heard it here first, listeners, they're the only minnow in that. They will get up. Oh, shit. (laughs) So (laughs) they have, by literally arriving, (laughs) they've won gallium. So as we've said with both... Ecstasy and full blown annoyance. Derision. Yeah. The athletics have started, <laughs> <laughs> meaning that these fucking medals are taking forever. Our new entrants on the track uh, and into the medal tally are Gambia, mm. Ghana, yeah. Guyana, <laughs> Triple G, yep. uh, Bolivia, and Oman. Good of Bolivia to rock up. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long. They are the most disappointing minnow oh, totally. in history. Absolutely. They have been to a ludicrous number of, uh, oh, I of think Olympics. I think uh, in the same bracket as them, Albania. Oh, yeah. Shocking. True. True. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, but the Albanians at least are sending athletes. The Bolivians are like, ugh. <laughs> again? <God, it's> again. <laughs> I thought we did this already. <laughs> oh, oh, taking me away from valuable death road driving time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yes, so uh, we will continue to watch that and we will uh, continue to put ads out on Seek for unpaid internships for actuaries because, (laughs) God, (laughs) this Minnow Metal crunching is taking hours. (laughs) We move on to Minnow Watch. As the name suggests, it is an observation, a surveillance, (laughs) a 
particularly in-depth expose on one athlete. A 3D mapping, one would say, (laughs) brought to you by Spectre Drone Services. (laughs) It is indeed. This entire show is. And huge fab. Hugues Fabricio Zango from uh, Burkina Faso. Mm. The hope of a nation, the face of a billboard. Uh, Not, I don't mean as in his face looks like a billboard. (laughs) That would be a horrible Him and his giant rectangular (laughs) face. His big old cardboard head. (laughs) No, no, he's a strapping lad. And he will be competing in the triple jump that starts in two days. Yep. Now, we've had a lot of messages coming in saying, the fuck is the triple jump? I also don't know. So I did a little look into... Um, and a few explanations of the triple jump. I'm now dumber and <laughs> <laughs> I'm no closer to understanding the fuck this sport is until I found this one. Now, Rig, let me I- explain this to you because it really does, um, it makes it very clear. Yeah. Competitors must run at full pace to the first liftoff area. <laughs> at the liftoff, they must hop, take off and land on the same foot. They next step... The step must land on the opposite foot. They then jump. The jump must land in the designated landing area, otherwise it is a foul. Each of these must happen within the designated liftoff takeoff area. The landing zone will be measured in centimetres unless it is an imperial event held in Europe. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This literally, this sounds like a fucking airport ordinance manual. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Look, Rick, I think this is how the gen- general math syllabus is written. <laughs> is that they sit there and they go, great. So what happens at the Olympics and the triple jump is that you've got a train that leaves Newcastle <laughs> at 9.12am. It's on track A, we'll say. <laughs> when it reaches the interchange, it changes to track B. That happens after it's been travelling at 60 kilometres an hour for approximately 89 minutes. <laughs> Where is the interchange? <laughs> If taken off by within three centimetres on the right foot, it is known as goofy stance. <laughs> <laughs> then the player must move their right shoe to the left of the pit post-jump. <laughs> it's <laughs> following the jump, the traditional observations of uh, tradition happen, uh, exiting the pit, the prayer, uh, the uh, kiss the sand, obviously the one finger in the air, the <laughs> sculling of a beer. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it is a triple jump, as the name suggests, but I'm no closer to figuring out how you do it. Yep. You, ha- you basically look like you have to take off on, let's just say you, you hop on your left, you got to land on your left, yep. then you take a step on your right, you got to land on your left, then you jump. Sure. I don't fucking know. But I can tell you right now that neither does anybody else that has <laughs> contacted us, including one of our uh, noble patrons who has written in to say, I don't know how it works and I was the triple jump <laughs> champion. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Kyle did say that to us. Yeah. And then he, he says, I was the triple jump champion at a huge asterisk, the only person in my year that did triple jumps. <laughs> so I think that that's one of those ones. He Re- got a gallium in high school. <laughs> he's, he's the minnow leader. <laughs> it's, this is the sort of strat that I want every minnow to look at is that uh, kind of like you, you just wait. You wait until the last possible moment to nominate for the events at the Olympics because you want to see everybody else that has nominated and go, totally. great, well, this is a completely open event. No, I don't know how synchronised swimming works, but it does not matter. Do yeah. I have a pool? No, that also doesn't matter. There's no other minnows. I'll win immediate gallium or drown. Totally. 
As if you you wouldn't think that, right? You obviously would pick the shortest odds. Don't know why you'd go in the fucking... Like, go the 50-meter freestyle. Yeah, the 53. Like, that is a fucking dice roll. (laughs) It's a a swimming crapshoot. It absolutely is. But, you know, I, I, I completely agree with you, by the way. So... I can look forward to doing the triple jump. We're going to sort this out. As, as soon as I'm allowed out by the government, I'm going straight to a sandpit. It sounds like... But I, I will tell you, even in your description of triple jump, I'm like, my fucking knees will blow out. Oh. I don't even have bad knees. I just <laughs> It just seems like it's really tough on the joints. <laughs> yeah, so like every other sport at the Olympics, we're becoming armchair experts on shit that we know nothing about and that is replacing valuable information we need. <laughs> so, <laughs> like how to take care of your son... It's parenting 101 is falling by the wayside. <laughs> as you triple jump in the front yard. <laughs> Try and teach my son how to do it as well. <laughs> Fob off his question about where I was when Roe Browning won his heat. <laughs> Which means we turn our heads towards the shining light that is Apocalympics Now. Apocalympics Now. Yes, and just like the sun, don't look directly into it because you can't. It's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The nature of purely auditory entertainment. (laughs) So what do you got for us, mate? Mate, you know my ongoing tiff with human microphone (laughs) slash (laughs) worst wig award winner 10 years in a row, Novak Djokovic. I do indeed. (laughs) It's how you start every day. Yeah. Sending me another way that you want to kill Novak Djokovic. Exactly. I hate this guy. (laughs) And when we were tweeting about the Australian Open, when he decided to, he wanted to forego quarantine on behalf of all tennis players and then have all the tennis players Airbnb at some rich Melbourne person's house that had to have a tennis court in order to train. Yeah. And I was like, dead set. Get fucked. <laughs> well, that would have maybe slightly worked if all of the residents of Turak weren't already locked in their homes enjoying their tennis courts. Yeah, absolutely. They were like, no, you can't at my house. I need this. No, absolutely. I host and- doubles on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is about the Olympic tennis program is that nothing ever goes to plan. Like, when was the last time you heard of, like, a, a proper, like, high-ranked tennis player actually win the gold medal? Uh, I think Roger Federer. Federer won like two or three Olympics ago. Yeah, yeah. That but is, like that usually it's, again, it's weirdly a dice roll. Ash yeah. Barty, world number one. She bowed out first, first round. First round, yeah. And uh, and so Novak Djokovic lost his bronze medal match in singles. So he, he'd lost to uh, Daniel Zverev or Medvedev. I can't remember. It had an Ev in it. And he was already fucking annoyed by that. Yeah. He goes in against some unknown Spaniard who kicks his ass. <laughs> And then he goes full dummy spit. He threw five rackets into the fucking non-existent crowd (laughs) and, (laughs) and, and broke several others. And I'm just like, great. And so you think to yourself, well, the first thing I thought was like, the world absolutely bashes Nick Kyrgios, Australian tennis star, who's incredibly entertaining, has so much talent, but fuck all work ethic. (laughs) But, like, whenever he has a dummy spit, everyone's like, oh, that's just, you know, he's getting over-emotional, it's terrible for the game, blah, blah. I want to see those same people have a go at this fucking guy because, honestly, what a fucking little like dead set. Like, you fucking having a a dummy spit about that and then does something that's completely unforgivable. He was in the mixed doubles going for bronze against Ash Barty and, and Piers. 
he just was just like, nah, not for me. So he's had two defeats in a row and then gone, yeah, nah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty banged up. I've got a few injuries, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pull out that poor girl. Yeah, Stoyanovich. She was his partner. Had a chance to play for bronze, and because he's not rocking up, that's it. Automatic bronze for Barty and Piers. <laughs> what an absolute piece of shit. Yeah, it, that it, is it, like the, the sports version of leaving your wife at the altar. Like, just a horrible, <laughs> horrible thing. It's unacceptable. Even fucking human beetroot Piers Morgan. Fucking, <laughs> I, I was agreeing with one of his tweets. Oh, you know that you've gone way down the fucking rabbit hole when that's what you're agreeing with. Totally. But yeah, I think that there's two major takeaways there. One is that if your partner leaves or is uh, medically ruled out in doubles, you should get to keep playing. <laughs> two on one. <laughs> two on one. Literally Just would be better. Give it a red hot crack. The other one is... There should be a limited number of rackets. So once uh, he smashed his fifth racket, he should have to play with his hands like <laughs> handball in a primary school <laughs> playground. No, <laughs> when it's 2v1, she gets two rackets. <laughs> like some kind of a bizarre lightsaber fight. <laughs> yeah, she's like General Grievous. <laughs> give her a second racket, but also one of uh, the Djokovic smashed ones. We can't give you everything. Yeah, exactly right. Oh. But what an absolute fucking petulant child. Yeah, and, and that's it. That is that is not what the Olympics is about. The Olympics is quite obviously about uh, minnows that no one's ever heard of winning medals. We've told you guys this so many times. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so he was aiming to be the first person to do a Golden Slam since Rod Laver in the 60s, Australian oh. champion who's a legend. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and now he can't. So eat a bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Great work, mate. Uh, so I'm taking us to Tokyo. And <laughs> <laughs> it's, gee, there's, you, you know what's going on there? <laughs> the Olympics are in full swing. God, it's day nine. This happens every Olympics. <laughs> the sweat start. <laughs> Verbal sweat. Yeah. So basically two Georgian judo athletes uh, have both won silver medals. And they have decided that it is time to say fuck you to the Tokyo organising committee and go on a sightseeing tour of Tokyo. Oh, shit. Have uh, snuck out of the Olympic Village under the shadow of darkness and (laughs) have spent an entire day just seeing the sights of Tokyo. Um, That is not great, as you can imagine, for an Olympics that is already basically... Uh, COVID orgy, yeah, and they have decided to go out into the public. Surprisingly, they found that most stores were shut as Japan <laughs> weird <laughs> grapples with uh, the super spreader event that they have just attended. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Olympics featuring DJ Bark <laughs> just <laughs> dropping beat after beat. <laughs> and when they come back to the to the village. It's like if you have missed curfew, you think that you've snuck in and then your dad is sitting in the dark in an armchair, (laughs) flicks the light on and he's like, fuck have you been? (laughs) Surrounded by tins. I mean, everyone's got a different childhood. (laughs) Basically, they have a a group of (laughs) Tokyo Organising Committee uh, members that are waiting for them in the corridor that their room is in. So they're allowed to get back into the village and then when they come in in what is the opposite of a surprise party, <laughs> 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 this gaggle of officials 
jump out of the shadows and I'm like, fuck have you been? <laughs> <As> Surrounded <laughs> by tins. <laughs> it's exactly the same. They're all in armchairs. <laughs> and you fit all this furniture in the hallway. <laughs> Amazing. God. They're all made of cardboard. <laughs> How long have you guys been waiting? <laughs> As they look over and the Georgians are adorned in I Heart Tokyo <laughs> souvenirs. <laughs> Cr- cradling a pair of octopus underpants. <laughs> Shoving Pocky into their face. <laughs> That's it. They've got a sex doll they bought from a vending machine. Ah, <laughs> Used panties. <laughs> That's it. Coming out of their fucking tracksuit pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and so they thought they got away with this they get back to their rooms they are not even allowed to pack they just get deported oh fuck <laughs> tokyo are not fucking around no way they're like we'll send you your bags yeah <laughs> oh really yeah they just get sent to the airport Shit. which is is phenomenal but also if you're from georgia and uh again it's the same as the bloke who was like I'm going to make a break for it. I don't want to go back to Uganda. Yeah. <laughs> He's found 100 k's away just running down a highway. <laughs> um, the, the Georgians obviously went, uh, fuck it. <laughs> we're, we're here. We're leaving anyway. I guess we'll just go and check shit out. To the Olympians who are following this cast, again, we cannot stress this enough. Don't bring COVID out of the village. The village is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are riddled with it. Stay yeah. indoors. <laughs> don't don't infect the rest of Japan. They're COVID free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the whole spider thing. They're more afraid of you than you, <laughs> you are of are them. them. Yeah, it is it is definitely that. I I mean, it's tough because if you've trained for now five years. Uh, to go to the Olympics and you've been sold the brochure. Oh my and, god. And it uh, is yes. it is everything. Yes. It's the it's the fucking nightclubs. It's after it's your the event. Sex outdoors <laughs> and in between buildings. It's the 42 frangers per person. <laughs> it's what's been dubbed the fuck quad by a previous <laughs> German Olympic athlete. <laughs> the big grassy knoll that just sits outside all of the village village units but you've been sold all of this and then you rock up and the only thing you're allowed to do is take the arbitrary pick inside the physical olympic rings that you have to queue for three hours for yeah that is shit it's awful and you've got to eat that horrible cafeteria food alone oh my god alone like away from people it just looks dire (laughs) and imagine if that was if that because like a lot of people you go to like one olympics Imagine if this is your one. You're like, oh, I went to the Olympics. They're like, oh, how cool. The Tokyo one. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point of even going and finishing 17th (laughs) if you can't fuck a bunch of people in between buildings is what I'm saying. Pass me those chips. Yeah, that's shit. (laughs) Why'd you do that? (laughs) I could have used 42 frangers at home. (laughs) That's it. You are are that guy with a cookie jar. (laughs) Rig, come on. (laughs) Oh, but yes, that is Apocalympics now. Which means that uh, we move on to the mailbag. I've got one. Anything on Insta? No, nothing on Insta. Perfect. Baron. Okay. <laughs> so, Facebook, we have been tagged in um, an article from Vice where they have interviewed Peter Taufer Fua. Oh, don't uh, start. <laughs> And we've been asked, how did you let Vice get an interview before you did? Our response was obviously they have more money (laughs) and probably on the same time zone as the idiot agent that represents the oiled up (laughs) Tongan. But the comments underneath, this is just totally the epitome of every single article about Peter. Jamie 
Tags Julie. This is the one we were talking about today with the oil. (laughs) (laughs) The reply, oh my, just a tad tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Or he's setting those cougar hearts alight. (laughs) Absolutely. God, he is stirring something in women who haven't felt anything in years. I can't wait for him to do just a walking tour of every Noni B outlet. It's a real shame that the Ellen show is being cancelled. <laughs> Holy shit, he would kill. <laughs> it's it's it. Once uh, the venerable overlords of Queensland open the borders with New South Wales, he can just come and do a tour of Vaucluse. <laughs> <laughs> Wandering down the street. <laughs> I love that. Uh, anyway, that's the end of the show. How do people get in touch with us, mate? If they want to become a sponsor like Spectre Drone Services, Spectre Drone Services, your peeping eye in the sky. <laughs> Then head on over to gusandrig.biz, B-I-Z or Z for those Americans playing at home. You can sponsor us with money and we will give you stuff. <laughs> Just read it. Go to the website. Read what we have there. If you want to send us any sort of DMs through Instagram, make sure to hit us up on Gus and Rig. We are G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G. Please send us stuff. We fucking love it. <laughs> We live for that shit. And you can also find us on Facebook at Medallica, M-E-D-A-L-L-I-C-A. It's obviously, you know that, it's at the top of your screen. It's this podcast. You spell it that way. 100%. Also, do us a massive favour. If you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us. Share our stuff. Help us get the word out there. We're on the hashtag road to a thousand followers. (laughs) Absolutely. I'll have to bring that hashtag down. I think it's just road to a thousand. (laughs) People will get it. Yeah, absolutely. I know that can go on tomorrow's cast. <laughs> anyway, that's all we have time for. Well, I've got to go mercilessly troll Novak Djokovic from our joint Twitter account. <laughs> that's all right. I've got a meeting with Mensa to explain triple jump to me. I'll put in a good word for your son. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> See ya. Novak Djokovic. He's the best we've ever seen. Novak Djokovic. The best to play this sport, you see. Novak Djokovic slides on every single court. Novak Djokovic, his backhand is his finest shot. A a a a a a. This won't work. Novak Djokovic, he wins with clinical efficiency. Novak Djokovic, his mental game is scary. Novak Djokovic. He may be skinny, but his shots are spinny. Novak Djokovic, his defense makes you go crazy. Ay, 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 ay. Novak Djokovic, his volleys suck, but it doesn't matter. Novak Djokovic, his baseline game is far superior. Novak Djokovic, he returns every serve like a brick wall. Novak Djokovic. He's the GOAT. He's the best of them all. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay.